0: Ask the Podcast Coach for October 10th, 2020.
1: Let's get ready to podcast.
0: There it is. It's that music. It means it's Saturday morning. It's time for Ask the Podcast Coach, where you get your podcast questions answered live. I'm Dave Jackson from the school of podcasting.com and joining me... Right over there, out in corn country, Omaha, Nebraska. The one, the only, don't be fooled by cheap invitations,
1: Jim Collison, how's it going, buddy? Greetings, Dave. Happy Saturday morning to you. Happy World Mental Health Day as well. We'll talk about that here in a little bit. But nothing is better for my mental health than a good cup of coffee in the morning. <laughs> a cup of joe.
0: Mm. And of course... Who's helping us with this? I'm going to say that that morning pour is brought to you by our good friend Mark over at podcastbranding.co. Speaking of branding, ooh, watch this. I'm going to turn off the School of Podcasting thingy and we'll put up podcast branding. Ooh, look at that. That's exciting. Uh, Podcast branding, look, Mark's help. He helps podcasters stand out with affordable, professionally designed websites and artwork. And it's super easy. All you do is you go to Mark and say, hey, Dave and Jim sent me from Ask the Podcast Coach. I need whatever it is. You need artwork, you need a logo, you need a website, anything you want to look good. You go over to podcastbranding.co. He'll listen. There's a novel idea. He's going to listen to what you need. And then he's going to give you what you want. And what's great about it, he helped design the podcast rodeo logo. He, he designed the School of Podcasting logo behind me. And you'll say, yep, like that one. And then he'll give you all the files for it in about eight bazillion different formats, uh, which is great. And I have people on a regular basis say, wow, I really like your logo. And it's it's that first impression. You know, if you think about it, if you're in Apple Podcasts and you type in, I don't know, Golf podcast. And there's eight bazillion there, and yours stands out because it looks so great. It might get people to click where the person that did theirs with a crayon in Microsoft Paint, maybe not so much. So, if you're interested in looking good, go over to podcastbranding.co. Tell Mark that uh, Dave and Jim sent you. And uh, thanks so much for podcastbranding.co for sponsoring the morning pours. So, what is it again now? It's World National Mental,
1: yeah. Mental Health Day. Yeah. That's a good thing. World Mental Health Day is what is what it is. Well, you know, I think it's good to talk about in in the sense that we're nine, eight or nine months into the pandemic. Many folks have been isolated. Many are for those who had to work are having to continue to work outside of the home. You know, they're 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 having to go to a workplace. It's very stressful for many who are working in public. It's you know, they feel like it's a Russian roulette every day you know, of this. And so it's just, I think it's just a very, very stressful time. And, and as podcasters Dave, well, and let me say right off the bat, if you're, if you're struggling with this and you're thinking about harming yourself in some way, there are suicide prevention lines that we just say, you know, 800-273-8255. And that's here in the United States globally. It varies, but just look that up. If you're, if you're struggling with that, there is even one for deaf and hard of hearing. If you dial one 800 seven nine nine four eight eight nine that will get you the the ability to type that in I think Dave it's really really important that we take a good look right now as podcasters and evaluate like how am I feeling and is my podcasting if, if it's if you're a if you're a hobby podcast or you're just doing it kind of uh, for fun is it still providing that value are you putting too much stress on yourself some of those kinds of things if it's work related how are you doing with your well-being Dave? When you think about that for you, what do you do? What kind of things do you do to kind of prevent burnout? We've we both been doing this a long time. I'm coming up on 10 years for Home Gadget Cakes just for that show. You've been doing this since 2005. It, when you think about strategies for staying in a in a good space as far as well-being goes, what do you do?
0: Number one, I think, is you have to realize when you're starting to kind of lose a, a little bit of your grip, right? You have mm-hmm. to be able to acknowledge that, wow, I have a thing where it's, I, is it sitting Yeah, it's, it's called the aura ring. Don't buy mm. one, by the way, it's $300 there. They're, um, <laughs> but it's interesting every morning because I wake up and it's like, Hey, you're well rested. Now you don't really need an aura ring to tell you that you feel good when you wake up. But there are times I had one this week where I was really burning the candle at both ends and I would wake up and it's like, Hey, it, all your body, you know, your, your temperature's up, your heart rate's up. Yeah. You seem to be not doing well. I think we all kind of know that. But for me, even going back to when I worked tech support and I was doing phone calls, I, I, I can tell in my shoulders, especially if somebody is pushing my buttons and that's when I was like, I would kind of smile. Cause I was like, Oh wow, this guy's actually getting to me. I need to, you know, take a deep breath or whatever. So I think that's part of it is, is knowing that, wow, look at me. I'm not Superman. I'm not Superwoman. I I'm actually starting to crack a little bit. And I, I think that's part of it. What about you, Jim?
1: Yeah, no, I, I, it, I think it begins with self-awareness, right? I think kind of listening to your body in, in, when you're going into, we talked a little bit about this a couple of weeks ago, but you know, say you're going into doing a podcast, you're trying to get a setup and you start dreading it. Yeah. It's a good indication. Like, how do I feel about this? If I'm dreading it, if I'm avoiding it now, there's a balance between dread and avoiding just because you you're lazy or you don't feel like it and you're having mental health problems. Right. I, I think there's a, there's a balance in there somewhere, but I, when, when you have those feelings, when you start avoiding things, I think it's a good time to start asking some questions. And then I think you got to do some other things. <laughs> you yeah. know, This has been the problem during the pandemic, right? It's been hard to get necessarily get out and do regular things. Well, and that's it.
0: And and now you're trying to do your day job as you help. I was listening. Who did I talk to last week? Oh, we were doing a a Libsyn meeting and I'm not making this up. Crystal is there with a less than one year old baby making phenomenal baby noises, by the way, that was great. But she got a little fussy. So Crystal kept having to mute herself. Meanwhile, I think she has a seven year old boy. He's he's, he's a little kid and he's doing like math. And we're learning how to divide by two in the background. So she's, she's laughing, but meanwhile, she's trying to have a meeting. And it's like that, I think the added thing of a, trying to do your job from home and then B trying to make sure your kids are doing that. Or there's the other end of the spectrum. What if you lost your job? That's so many people. It's especially guys identify themselves with what they do which is kind of weird because you, you are right. not who you what you do. You are who right. you are. But if you get two guys at a party, they're going to walk up and like, if they're not talking, you know, hey, did you see the game last week? They're like, well, well what do you do? Oh, I'm a blah, blah, blah. And that's a, usually one of the first questions out of the, the mouth. but uh, Why is
1: it always a Jersey guy? Why yeah. why do we always <laughs> default to the Jersey guy when we're doing those, you know, meathead? You, you mentioned this earlier. I think some of those things, when, when we think about these areas of well-being, and you mentioned sleep i think physical well-being and the, the ability to get some exercise and get out and get some sun and yep. you know get some rest separate yourself from your screens um you know do some things i've i've started trying to walk a couple times during the day just to get up and get out maybe walk around the block or take an extended yep. walk or whatever right? Just to do something different, mow the lawn, uh, get out. But Dave, you're right. I mean, we certainly have have gigantic unemployment going on right now. And, and I think it's really, really important to be like, okay, how's my stress and how am I handling it? And how am I managing it? If you're podcasting on the side, now that may be something like if you're out of work and you've got the time and you're looking, yeah, you're looking for jobs, but that you, could, you may be able to throw yourself into podcasting during this time to kind of help with it. It doesn't always have to be a stress, right? Yeah. It can be engaging.
0: Yeah. We've got people in the chat room saying that, you know, my wife lost her job of 23 years. Thanks. Yeah. To, thanks COVID. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but yeah. It, it can be, cause there, I always say there's three things to a successful podcast. You, you have your health. So that's one of the things I did this week. As I said, I'm going to bed by midnight, which for some people is like, I know really late, but I, there are many times I'll go to bed at one and two. Cause I can get right. up at, you know, 10 till eight and be to work by eight o'clock. That's the advantage of working from home. So get your, your physical thing. Then you have, we're we're talking about now your mental or, or some people might call that your attitude. And then the third one is your support staff. So if that's your family, and I always say, if you don't have support from your, your family and they're nagging because dad, you're always podcasting. I want to go play, you know, catch Mm -hmm. in the backyard. Well, that's going to screw your attitude if your attitude is, I don't want to do this, but you feel great and you've got tons of support, well, that's not going to work. And then the other one where we go, oh, I'm just going to power through, I'll sleep when I die. Well, then your physical health goes, you may want to do it and your 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 support system might be behind you, but you physically can't do it. But yeah. you have a great point. When I was, uh, my, my my second marriage was not a lot of fun. And there was a point where I moved an hour away, but I swear it's like I was on another, like I might as well move to Australia. None of my friends would, would come up to Cleveland and things like that. And there were times I do a podcast called building a better Dave. And it was, I don't recommend this for the audience. Like you you almost have to, it's literally just putting it out into the, the atmosphere, you know, uh, whatever you want to call that. But it was just the fact that just saying it was like using podcast, almost like a, a a therapist. And there are people that love to listen to that. uh, And I always kind of look back now and go, that was, those are some weird episodes. But (sighs) on the other hand, it was a heck of a lot cheaper than, than therapy. So and
1: therapy. Yeah, no, I think you can, I, if it, if it works for you, I think you can dive into that and distract yourself yeah. uh, with, with the work you might, you might need it. You you also might need, and you can use it for the audience engagement. It may be a time you can connect with people that you wouldn't normally have time to connect with and, you know, spend that time uh, talking to people and, and getting yeah. out beyond your bubble. I, I just think that's super important that we, spend some time, you know, evaluating that. So I guess I would say, Dave, during this, this time, evaluate where you're at. How do you feel? Like, how are things going? This is a good, this is a good time to start. Um, (laughs) Sorry that, sorry, the the beeps are happening here. That's all Uh, right. Uh, uh, Go ahead.
0: Well, Michael says that's why he did caregiving for dementia. He was basically doing it just to, like, I need to, he wanted to find other people that were going through the same thing. And that's half the, the fun of that. One thing I want to, I want to bring up about that. If you don't want to make a podcast to just talk to somebody, I use an app called Penzoo. It is a basically an online diary that's obviously encrypted and things. You can make it public if you wanted to. Uh, and I guess you could do this in a blog and just make it private. But it's it's kind of good and kind of bad. The good thing is, again, it's, it's kind of interesting because you can write down your thoughts. Like I, my last post was, it was weird. I went to the house I'm moving into, which is where I grew up, and my phone died. So I had no, I have no distractions there. It was just me in the house. And I just walked around the house and it was amazing. All these different memories kind of came flooding back. So I wrote mm-hmm. them down, which was cool. On the other hand, it's, it does exactly what Facebook does. And it'll say, Hey, this is what you wrote six years ago. And for yeah. me, I either write when I'm really happy or really sad. And it's always yeah. weird when you get those, which can be kind of cool. Cause you look at me like, wow, I was crying my eyes out six years ago. But then it's kind of cool because you go, oh, wow, but look where I am today. And I'm in a much better place, things of that nature. Mm-hmm. So it's all those things. But mental health is definitely not something. And the other thing I should say, I grew up with kind of the, the thought that only, like it was wimpy to go to a therapist. Like only crazy people go to therapists. That is so not true. As somebody who spent six years in marriage counseling, uh, therapy can be really, really handy. It actually almost worked. It did work for a couple of years, and uh, I, th-
1: I think it's if you if you need to go that route, I I, I think you just need to do it. You know, if that's it, a good, you know, if it's not, if you're not healthy in this, yeah, it, it, it's it's time. I mean, it, it, get get to somebody, talk to somebody about it. That it's just not. This isn't one of those times to kind of uh, say, oh, I can, I can make it I through. I can power I through. Can muscle yeah. it through. No, 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 you. If you're in that situation, it's not healthy. You need to get some help.
0: Yeah. For the record, just to, to, to jump on that, I was amazed at how holding a, a paintbrush and you, you have to put pressure on the wall to paint. I have pulled the muscle in my thumb here Ow. and it's one of those things where I just, the next three days I was like, I'm going to power through my thumb is killing me. Now. I'm like, okay, maybe the power through thing is not always the, the best, you know, the best whatever yeah. strategy. The chat room is mentioning this weird thing that's going on. Your uh, book. Fred is saying, yes, just reviewed your book. Great job. Can't wait to see the resources on the companion course. Yeah. That's if you go, there's a, a super secret link that you have to get from the book. And right now that just leads to an email list, but that will be kind of a, a community after that. Do you know how many you sold? I
1: updated numbers, not from, not from the publisher. Okay. Shocking. Um, I was going to say, you'll probably get a list like five years. Yeah.
0: I know (laughs) I've sold, I think 18 through my affiliate link. Nice. I was like, well, that was cool. So I'll take that. I know I'm still the, the number one new release in blogging and I'm up to number eight in podcasting, but the McElroy's McElroy's, the, the, the guys that are super duper, Uber popular on YouTube that also do a podcast. And what gets me is I'm getting beat by a book that hasn't been released yet. His book is coming out in January and his pre-orders are apparently more than mine. I was like, ah, but this is, uh, when I went to, mm, it was in Seattle pod something, podcon, podcon. I think that was it. They did it. Twice. And that was the one where these were the guys where you had to get a, a bracelet or whatever to wait in line. To f- no, you, you had, it was like three levels of security to get to meet these guys. But one of them, like you, you put in, I don't know, some sort of questionnaire, which then gave you a bracelet, which made you one of 300 that got to stand in line to meet the people. And I was like, that's like, I, I mean, I've seen. John Lee Dumas and Pat Flynn and like they just show up and
1: people mob them. And I was like, this was a whole other thing. So a whole, a whole new level of yeah. filtering, right. To get, to get it done. It's a good idea though, to get some of those things in there. I, I love the the fact that you put this link in the book that kind of requires that you buy the book. I, I, I did a little experiment like that this week, maybe inspired by what you did in the sh- in my show notes for the last two episodes, in the very, you know, in the very front part of the show notes that'll show up, that'll be what people see in the, in the podcast app or whatever. I said, Hey, does anybody actually read this? Like that's Mm. the, that's the sentence. And like, I've got a feeling nobody's reading this. If you're reading it right now, send me an email, right? Type deal. Cause you know, you always, we obsess sometimes about those show notes and what we put in them and how right they are. And some of those kinds of things. Any idea how many emails I got this week on last week's episode, Dave, you want to, you want to guess how many emails do you think I got when I said, Hey, if you're reading this, send me an email. Uh, can you tell me how many emails you sent out? Uh, no, no. So in the show notes, oh. uh, that, so, so I blasted that first line of my show notes says, I don't think anybody reads this. If okay. you did send me an email. So I went to everybody who listens. Okay. But, so but what do you think? How many responses, oh. how many people do you think actually read my show notes last week? Oh uh, wait a And send me an email. Okay, I'm
0: I'm almost there. I'm I have a calculator going on here. Oh that's the wrong music. Uh point zero three. I'm gonna say
1: twenty-four. Yeah, I got one email. Okay. One person. <laughs> one person read my note and sent me an email last <laughs> week. Like one. You know, wow. And, and Wow. So I did it again this week just to kind of see, you know, I was like, okay, second week in a row. I'm just being real clear. I mean, this is that, again, the first line you see when you, when you down, you know, on your podcast player, you know, and it's like, Hey, this week we had whatever, you know, that line, it's the, everybody sees it. So it's been an interesting experiment (laughs) to, to embed these. And I'm, and I'm thinking of, of embedding more Easter eggs in my show notes just to kind of, these kinds of fun things that maybe encourage people to actually read them. I put some time into them. It's kind of depressing when (laughs) you're like, dang, I spent an hour writing those show notes and I got one email.
0: I've seen people do that on Facebook where they'll post something that has no pictures and they're like, Hey, I'm posting this purposely with no pictures to see if you actually read what I'm saying. If you will, will you please just put one word here on how we are connected? So it was my cousin. So I just put cousin, and that was it but
1: well and i know you had a you had a troll i'll call him yeah. that who always ping you on your spelling oh right? yeah it was the same guy every time right Yeah, every time he, so you at least had one person reading your show notes <laughs> but i just like and i think <laughs> I, I just i i don't it's it's one of those kinds of things i'm thinking of like taking the u.s constitution and breaking it down in my you know just copying yeah. because i think it's public domain right so i don't think i'd get in trouble for it and breaking it down inside my transcripts just to see if anybody actually gets to that point where they're like actually where the transcripts are being helpful for them and and now it takes time things like transcripts take time and they're specialized and when they are there and people go to look at them, this is what we found at Gallup that when they are there and people go it you get major kudos for having them like the, the engagement goes through the roof you're not going to get masses to do it for sure. There's you're not going to get that kind. but it it is one of those thoughts of kind of like hiding things inside the show notes. Like you hid that link in your book.
0: Yeah. I, I remember when Judas priest, the band was on trial because they were saying that these guys had committed suicide, speaking of mental health due to their music. And they were, they were accused of having backward masking back when everybody would be like you'd listen to the record and be like yeah yeah and they said they said first of all we didn't do any of that and the, and Rob Halford said if we did I always wanted to have one that said drink more milk and I always thought yeah yeah yeah
1: drink more milk yeah yeah but I think we found out when we were doing that. Like if you're listening for anything, you'll hear it oh, yeah. in the backward masking. Like it, it's one of those kinds of things, you know, you're just listening for those things. And so you're waiting for it to, yeah. to appear as opposed to it actually being there.
0: Speaking of not getting interaction, we have 28 people watching us live right now. If you want to join us live, we're at askthepodcastcoach.com slash live every Saturday morning at 1030. And Bangs is saying, hey, right now we have no upvotes. Or down votes. We have zero interaction. No, we, zero. Want down. We, yeah, want, we want up we votes want up. on that. So there you go. But I had a
1: was out. I still can't believe you got one. Like just one email. Yeah. And it was it was great. It was like, hey, I saw your note in the show notes. Here's the email. And I, and I thanked him. I was like, yeah, thank you. I appreciate that. I Listen, I didn't think I was going to get a ton just to be 100 yeah, percent honest. I, th- I don't think people actually read those things. your most yeah. avid listeners just click play. Right, I think the most important part of what we do is the audio part. And and if I'm going to spend any time, it's just kind of a confirmation. And no, okay, various, your mileage might vary, and you can do it however you want. But I think if I'm going to spend any time improving anything, I probably need to be improving the audio, not the show notes. You know, I've done some things to put a, t- a table of contents in there. I provide the transcripts. I do some of those kinds of things. That's a good hour of, of work to get that acceptable right type deal so you know you're like oh that's an hour I could have been improving the audio of taking maybe editing the audio as opposed to providing transcripts and, you know I don't know I know just, from just about
0: for me anytime ever anybody's ever complained about show notes it's because I forgot to put a link that's to me mm. that's the thing that people are looking for you've you've got their attention they're listening to it they go to the show notes they're like hey where's the link to the thing so yeah We do have a question in the chat room here. I have a podcast and a YouTube channel, 10,000 subscribers. Nice. Mm,
1: Congratulations.
0: Nothing is monetized, neither the podcast nor any video on my channel. I've been criticized by other channels and it says continued. Oh, here we go for offering all offering Offering for free it all for free. They say, I don't value my work, but I do. It's education. It's kind of an idiot. Again, you don't have to make money with your podcast. I know that's the name of my book and I wrote it for people that are like, I've been doing this for three years. I'm not making a dime. How do I do that? That's who the book's for. The book is not how to podcast, by the way, it is strategies mm-hmm. on how to make money with a podcast. In fact, it says if you're looking to start a podcast, you have the wrong book. Did,
1: did you get some feedback on that? Like were people expecting it to be a how to podcast? I heard you say that both on asked on uh, school podcasting and uh, now, Did you get some negative feedback about people thinking it was about starting a podcast or is that just,
0: that's me saying I've, I mean over the years I've probably read four or five different books that are like, you know, make money now with your podcast, blah, blah, blah. And you read it and it's eight pages of media hosts and microphones and you know, it's all this how to podcast stuff. And then they like, Oh, you can make money with affiliate stuff and go get an ad. And I'm like, that's like, you know, 5% 5% yeah, yeah. of the book was like a strategy. it's like, I knew that already. There was one that was all about blog talk radio. I remember laughing at that. Like, mm. really? That's your answer. Blog talk. That's still around. It's still around. Still around. Yeah. Didn't they
1: merge with somebody?
0: They merged with uh, Spreaker back really? in the
1: day. Yeah. Wow. I can't tell. Back to Mathematica's question yeah. about giving stuff away for free is getting criticized by people. I, you know, Hey, you can do whatever you want, right? It's your thing. I, I do think, we miss opportunities sometimes by giving it away for free when it could have value. The 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 sometimes the freeness of things actually degrades the perceived value of what you're get, of what you have. So you can have some great information giving it away for free because it's free. People will go, oh, they treat it like it's free. Okay, it's just it's free. But when you put a little value onto it, charge something for it, have some kind of action they need to complete for it, something along those lines. All of a sudden, then it creates value to it because I've had to do something to get it. And so giving it away for free, listen, that's heroic and it's great. And it's, I mean, all those things are nice. But sometimes to get people to actually take you or take your stuff seriously, you need to charge a little bit for it. Oh. Like, Right?
0: <laughs> Absolutely. He, he says they're not liking nor recommending it. It's like a boycott. Well, you know, that's going to, people are going to be people sometimes. There's the whole analogy of crabs. If you have a bunch of crabs, I think it's crabs that try to climb out of a bucket. The other crabs will pull the other crabs down. Or pull them back down. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah, like, yeah. but you know, I, 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 again, I sound like the guy I talk about this in my book, but when yeah. it comes to pricing, when I originally launched the school of podcasting it was five bucks the, the first like week it was two. I just wanted to make sure PayPal was working. And I went, I went up to five, which again, blows my mind. And finally, a friend of mine said, can you name anything on the internet of value for five bucks? And I went, right. oh, that's a good right. point. And right. so I just started, And I, what I want, where I'm at now is if I go down like right now, it's $49 a month or buy a year and get two months free. But that's where I found people that actually join, actually make a podcast. They've got skin in the game. They're in it. But when it was like 10 and 20, I'd have people sign up and they'd be there for four months and not even log in yet, which on one hand you want to go, wow, that's money for nothing. And I'm like, yeah, but that's not that's not what I'm looking for. i my half of this is me helping people start a podcast. And it was like, money's nice and all, don't get me wrong. But, um, well, let,
1: me, let me give you a great example of this from my own, from my own life. And it was just this summer. So at Gallup, I create content that's educational in nature, right? It's around our products and right. some of the things we talk about and all that stuff. This summer, every summer we do a uh, summit, and in years past, it's been in person and people would pay, would, you know, I think eight hundred dollars to come out and be part of this. And it's not free. You know, we, we don't give the summit away for free. And there's, when you come to the summit, there's courses that you can take. You know, they're just breakouts, right? These right. breakout, one hour breakouts, which are amazingly like the podcasts that I do, right? They're very similar. The, the two modes are very, very similar. So this year we went 100% virtual. And we brought the price down to 99 bucks, right? Super cheap. You normally go for, for $900. This was $99. We brought that price down and we only made the recordings of those breakouts available for three months. Again, breakout sessions, podcasts are very similar. Podcasts are free. The ones I do free, we make, they're out there all the time. These, they pay $99, not, not 900, but $99. Right. At the end of the 90 days. When the time was up, you know, we have made these recordings available for, for just 90 days. And then we took them, Dave, there was this rush of activity. Like, can you extend it? Can you make it longer? Can you, I didn't get a chance to listen to it. Why? Cause they paid for them. Like, mm-hmm. and I wanted to say, guys, that all that information's over here. Like it's, it's, it's here. It's, it's actually, but because the podcast is free perceived as free. Like it, I mean, it's okay if you took the exact same content and gave some away for free and gave and paid for some, you'll actually get more engagement out of the paid stuff with customers than you will the free stuff because they ascribe because they didn't pay anything for it. They ascribe it as valueless. And so just be, just know that it's a human, it's like a human thing that we have where because we paid for it, we now have skin in the game. So even if it's a, from a purist standpoint and you're kind of thinking like, no, this is part in, in Mathematica, like if you want to do this for free, I'm not saying you have to charge, but just realize that's a thing that happens and, 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 you know, charging a, a minimum for it changes everything. I went to a Christmas party one time, they charged us five bucks and everybody was mad. It was a work Christmas party. Everybody was mad. They charged us five bucks. When we got there, they gave us the five bucks back and said, you know, spend it on drinks. But, you know, the rate, the the, mm. the attendance rate went from 50% to 85% because of $5. Like, all it took was five, because people had $5 in the game. Right. They showed up. You're going to do a meetup? I, you'll get better attendance if you charge $5 or something. So I should do that. I do the Northeast. In the game.
0: I do the Northeast Ohio Podcasters no. meetup. And I know uh, Chris down in Florida, he charged, and it's something ridiculous, like 5 10 bucks 10 to to join the meetup of every week, but he also then takes that money and buys stuff and gives away prizes and things yeah. like that. Yeah.
1: Um, yeah. You know, I, I think you get a better, you get a better audience too. It actually, if you're going to do a public meetup type thing or a virtual meetup type thing, you'll get your more dedicated listeners. If you charge something for it versus if you just leave it open, well then anybody can come. There's no barrier to entry. Yeah. The, the really engaged ones will do it, you know?
0: Yeah. Mathematica says it's, he says, I look, I'm 52. It's something I do, keeping my faith in education and also yeah. my mental health. So sure. Going Keep back doing to that. It then. Yeah, Keep absolutely. Doing it. We yeah, all have different right wise. Right um, Daniel says, I have a cancellation survey for my podcast reviews. The majority of the cancellations during the free trial happen within a, a day. And the reason they choose is I can't afford it. And when really what they mean is I don't want to pay.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No. Yeah, So it that, it didn't provide the value that, to them. It didn't provide the perceived value that they thought Daniel. No, this is not a, listen, I, I, it's a, it's a great service and, and I'll pay for it. But you know, that's some people are just that way. I just think if you have a service that's for free and this is, I mean, look at anger, right? right. It's a free look what a mess that thing has become because it's free.
0: Well, that's where Daniel says he's going to make his money. He says, I'm going to do a How to Get Rich on Anchor and charge 1997 um, for it. Kyle says in some cases, people that, that are paying for that are actually your competitors looking to see what you have and how you set up. I have joined many a podcast course, not for the content, but to see what the technology is. They're using it, their onboarding process, just for like, hmm, you know what? That's cool. I, I could merge that into mine or things like that, you know, to... You know, he says here, Mathematica says, thanks. We're, we're used to giving the value to things by the value we pay. Yeah, it is,
1: yep. you know. Value and like, oh, okay, it's free. You know, and Dave, <laughs> we didn't think we could do an, an ad on right. Ask the podcast, which until I was like, let's just, let's just try it and see what happens, Yeah, you know, and.
0: Yeah. Daniel says he charged only $15 for PodCamp Cincinnati, which is for the record, one of the best events ever. That was great. He says, and he had close to 98% attendance. Yeah, make that thing
1: free. And that drops to like, yeah. you know, and it's more expensive actually for you when it's free because you, you, you just don't know. You can't guarantee any of those. It, it's a, listen, it's a lesson I need to learn more and more of, of, because you know why we don't charge. We're afraid of rejection. Like we're afraid mm-hmm. when people don't pay. That's they're rejecting us, and you, you got to get past that. You yeah. just got to get past.
0: That. Yeah, Kim says Aldi's, which is a, a chain here in Ohio. They charge a quarter to use a shopping cart to motivate people to return the cart to the front of the store.
1: I believe what people would do for a quarter. You're like, are you kidding me? Yeah. Like, but they will. They'll get. They'll. They want that quarter back. Trust me. They put a quarter in and then jam that machine so it doesn't give it to them back. You will hear from them every single time. Like, I want my quarter. It's a quarter. I know, but it has value. If it was just free, they wouldn't care.
0: Yeah. Well, you know who does care?
1: Our awesome supporters. Our
0: awesome supporters. We're talking about awesome people like, there we go, our $20 supporters. Have you got any more traction over at IndieDropIn.com? I know no, you're, you're no, playing. because
1: they're not oh, that's right, for, for
0: tech, tech shows. I, that's, I remember you said I'll, that
1: last week. I'll check back in when they are.
0: Yeah, but it's a podcast network that connects listeners with amazing independent creators. If you want to check it out, IndieDropIn.com. Speaking of Kim Kragi, if you want to get your Toastmasters on, Toastmasters101.net. We just had a, a kind of group coaching and we had a new member of the School of Podcasting and he's a, a voiceover guy. And Kim was like, well, the first thing you you can do right in podcasting, which was very nice for her. She said, you did, you joined the school of podcasting. And the second thing is join Toastmasters and he's already done that too. So he's on the the right track. And if you're like, what's a Toastmasters, check out Toastmasters101.net. Shane over at spybrary.com. If you're into James Bond and all things spy, that is the place to go. Michael Delaney's baby mountain radio. If you want to check out Michael's show, babymountainradio.com is his network. Ed Sullivan. Is it, is it next
1: week? It is next week. Next Saturday, coming live from the studios there, yeah. Uh, in, in his area, the Toscano Studios, it's a uh, two guys smoke shop, yeah. Is, D- to, is Dave going to be there as well? Yeah, oh, cool. uh, for Ask the Podcast Coach, no, no. But, uh, but, but you'll get to but meet him. And I get to be on Cigar Authority oh, uh, next week. You so, if you're, so, we'll do Ask the Podcast Coach at the same time, I'll yeah. be in those studios. And then uh, stay over and they'll record uh, the Cigar Authority. So if you want to see that, you don't have to be a cigar smoker. It's good fun. Yeah. It's a little irreverent and not necessarily safe for children. So right. like, let's be really clear about what we're doing here. But if you want to join us on the Cigar Authority, you're uh, you're welcome to stay.
0: Yeah. Uh, and you can find Ed over at soniccupcake.com. I love that name. I don't know why. It's just Sonic and Cup. Because Sonic sounds like, technic- you know, and then Cupcake. It's like, who doesn't want Cupcake? Cupcakes. White, life in the Carolinas podcast.com. If you're uh, not going to fly anywhere and you're close enough to drive and you're like, what should I do if I'm going to Carolina in your mind or in person? I don't know. I have James Taylor on my brain right now. Life in the Carolinas podcast.com. If you want to go up in the air, check out Max Trescott at aviationnewstalk.com. Glenn the Geek Hebert, by the way, Glenn's surgery was yesterday. Everything went according to plan and he will get his test results. I think he said in a couple of days. So Glenn had, this is some sort of colonoscopy related type stuff going on there. So that's, uh, was good to hear Greg over at debt shepherd. If you're looking for some information on financial wellness, check him out at debt And of course, if you would like to be an awesome supporter, it's super easy. Go over to ask slash awesome. If you don't want to join Patreon, well, there is a fun way that you can support the show. That's right. It's not pre-order. Dave should update his slide. It's now available uh, profit from your podcast. You can just go to profit from your And uh, the book is now available both in Kindle and in uh paperback. And, uh, eventually honest will be a, that might actually be the thing I, I take another stab at today. Get a couple more chapters. I don't think I'm doing anything to the house today, but they're, they're just parts of my body. that are like, really sit down, just, take a
1: day off. yeah, take a day off. So by the way, from the chat room, no, I'm not there for the snack authority. That listen, if you're not in cigars, you should listen to Ed on wow. the snack authority. What is so the that's
0: snack authority?
1: Same studio that does that Ed Sullivan is right. on that. Ed and Dave Croffalo. And they every week they pick a different snack. So candy bars or oh, wow. I mean, all kind all kinds of snacks. So if you're a snack guy, and listen, I am a snack you can't you tell, I am a snack guy <laughs> for sure. And so you can catch Ed Sullivan on the snack authority too. I won't be there to record, to be there to record that, but you know, we were hoping, I was hoping to get some thumbs up. You know, we forgot to do the coffee pour for, for oh, a yeah. show. So let's, let's get that out okay. of the way. So everybody's day is complete. There we go. Good. But <laughs> we'd like some thumbs up for that. I mean, Thank you for one. Thanks for reminding me. I was, I've been drinking coffee since six o'clock. So <laughs> feeling kind of, little bloated at the moment.
0: Oh, that's not good. Here is a question I got from Facebook and that is from Danny Hill. I've been offered a chance to air my podcast on the radio. I get to buy the time and fill it with any sponsors I want. Has anyone done this? Does a hundred dollars for a half hour sound fair? And I was kind of like, you know, you can get sponsors for your show right now. Without spending, you know, I think part of this would be, who is your target audience? So if this is a show about retirements, I'm trying to think of who listens to the radio. Because that was my whole thing. I I put in my response, I go, you do realize you are currently reaching a global audience. And so the only people, the only advantage of this is, is if your audience doesn't understand what a podcast is yet and... They are listening on the radio. And that's when I was like, well, who is that? I'm like, well, it's, you know, great Aunt Mildred in the kitchen listening on AM 640. And I was like, if you're trying to reach that person, I don't know. What are your thoughts on getting on the And then a, a hundred bucks for a half hour. I was like, I, and see, I do the opposite you guys want to, I'll peel back the curtain on, on podcast consulting here. I listen to those things and then contact the people and go, Hey, are you paying a hundred dollars for a half hour? Do you realize you could pay $30 a month and reach a global audience? Like to me, I'm, I'm doing the opposite. I'm like, Hey, quit wasting your time on this radio thing. Come over here. And cause those people are prime for, you know, they've got content. They're trying to reach an audience. I'm like, quit doing it on the radio. I don't know. What are your thoughts?
1: Well, I, you know, on, on advertising, anytime you ask that question, is it, is this the right amount? Like the, the, mm-hmm. the right amount is what people will buy. <laughs> like somebody says, like, is, how much is my car worth? Well, it's worth what somebody will pay for it. I mean, yeah, we can have Kelly Blue Book and all those other things that say it, <laughs> yeah. but it's real value is what you can get somebody to pay for it. For some people who are good sales people. It's going to be actually be more. You could probably get more. My co-host on Ask the Podcast or on... hmm, What's what I do? Home Gadget Geeks is Mike Wieger. He's really good at selling stuff. This guy can get... He'll buy it. He'll sell it for more. After he uses it, he'll sell it for more than he bought it for. The, The dude is an incredible salesperson. So is that the right price? I don't know. Don't know your market. Don't know how good of a salesperson you are. Put that out there and see. And if they snatch it up fast... This is why we did an auction, right? We just didn't, we right. didn't know. Well, and then the we o-
0: other thing is we could be talking about something and I'm like, Hey Jim, you know what? That's a really good point. We'll be back to that point right after this, because with radio, you know, Mystic says here, radio and podcasting are different, it's a different format. And now I've got to hit traffic and weather on the 10th. Now, if it's my own half hour and I can do whatever I want, because yeah. in theory, yeah. I don't think you have to do that in that instance, because they've got, there, which also lets you know what they're getting for ads on radio in a way, if they're charging you a hundred bucks, that's normally what they would charge the sponsor. And that's basically what it is. It's, it's for those people that I hear a lot of chiropractic guys on Saturday morning that, you know, Dr. Goober who wants to, you know, whatever <laughs> come, come down and not that. how well, so you no, really feel about chiropractic. Well, I, no, they, they have their advantages in some cases, you know, Ken says my buddy, Ken Blanchard, the one and only. Don't be fooled by cheap imitations. Speak life church, baby. He said, I got a sponsor that basically paid for my time on air because they only understood radio. Here you go. I put it in the podcast title. It lasted three months and I stopped the radio show. There you go. Done deal.
1: You know? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a good, I, if you, if you can make it make sense, you know, financially, if you can make that make sense. Well, yeah.
0: And that's where, again, like Ken talks about that. If that's the only thing people understand, then you know, it, it does have its for certain people. If you say, "Oh, I have a podcast," and then you say, "And I'm also on WKNR," they go, "Oh, really?" You know, like all of a sudden now you like what well, you're on the radio. You must be so different. People are going to have different perceptions. For me, have you ever turned on AM radio anytime recently? You should. Disaster. It's, it's fun. It's a disaster. Yeah, it's just like every like every other station here is like like loud obnoxious Jesus guy, you know, the guy that's like, and it was in the higher, uh, hang- uh. like, okay, why are we shouting? You know? So it's a lot of that. And then it's like old forties again. Cause who's listening to this? So it's like Glenn Miller orchestra and all this other stuff that was, and I was just like, wow. And, and Rush Limbaugh, that was the only thing I could find. That was, you know, another guy yelling at people. So
1: did, did I? Did I miss that question? Was the question, "Should I pay to be on radio?"
0: Well, it was. He was like, "Is let me see here. We bring that back up." I, I've been offered a in- chance. Has anyone yeah. done this? Does a hundred dollars for a half hour sound fair? So it was.
1: I was kind of. Is that right? They're paying a hundred dollars to be on the radio show. Yeah,
0: and I was. The, yeah. So my first thing was, I just threw out the "You're paying for it." I was like, "Why do you want to be on?" Yeah, why do you want to be on true. a radio? Like, you know, you're already reaching more people than that well, radio show, but that's where it depends
1: on. Yeah, it could be. It, well, and you could probably get a sponsor to cover that hundred dollars too. And then it's just, it's pure exposure at that point. So, you know, if you can make the math work, throw yeah. that out and, and say, Hey, the sponsor's a hundred bucks. If somebody snatches it up right away, that maybe in the future you can raise that price you know, for the next, for the next sponsor, we're going to, when I'm on cigar authority next week, Dave Groffalo does this better. He's the, he's the cigar authority. He owns the smoke shop there. And he's better at this, you know, Dave, he has, and we've talked about this a little bit. He has two hour podcast does three commercial segments that are seven minutes long. Yeah. They can, they contain a minute long commercial that aren't necessarily that well produced and it doesn't matter because it's, he's reaching his target audience. And they're, they're putting up with it. And he has vendors that are paying. I mean, they do good. They do. He does good money. That podcast definitely pays for itself in advertising. Um, And so we're going to talk about this next week when I'm on cigar authority, he's doing everything by, by our standards, by the current podcasting guru standards, he's doing everything wrong. (laughs) And he's laughing all the (laughs) way to
0: the bank, all the way to the bank, all the way to the bank. Yeah. Fred says, remember grape radio from Michael Gohagan, grape radio, number one, in a, if we go back to like 2006, so everybody's podcast sounds like this, Michael went out and bought decent gear, had, took it super serious, super organized, and it was all about wine, hence grape radio. And at one point was on a major, I want to say American airlines or Delta or somebody like that. Like that was, you could listen to grape radio on the airline. That was one of their piped in things that you brought in and it was super successful. They, they're one of the first people to really, you know, have a good time with that and, and make some money. Did Just that mute easy- by the way?
1: I know it was good. Oh, good. I didn't hear it.
0: Cause I muted mm-hmm. and I was like, I hope, I hope the mute button works for StreamYard. But, but that was that, there was also uh mommy. I want to say the mommy cast got a six figure deal with Dixie cups because who uses dixie cups kids so
1: you know yeah gotta be, you, you gotta ask you know on some of those kinds of things you have to kind of be willing we didn't know we could do an advertising spot on the show until we we tried it. one like, yeah hey, would you pay for it and we
0: didn't have a single
1: complaint no.
0: not a person mm. was like what you're doing what well
1: I just missed a commercial And the chat room reminded me. Yeah, (laughs) we missed the coffee pour for the awesome subscriber in in the middle, and and which, by the way, that could be another advertising spot. If you want to pay for it, send Dave an email, and you too could sponsor the coffee pour mid show.
0: (laughs) Where is the? I saw something. Well, in this case, Gabrielle says I haven't listened to the AM radio since I was in since I was like thirty, and somebody said that. Oh, here it is. Generally speaking.
1: She Did, listened to the AM radio in the future. Isn't she like yeah. 29?
0: Yeah. Generally people. do you still listen to the radio?
1: Do you listen to the radio, Jim? Uh, I do from time to time. If it's a short trip and I just want, like, I don't want to Bingo. pull out my phone podcast going like I, then I, I then laugh I just,
0: because I go about, I should, it's, I'm going to say it's like eight tenths of a mile to target. It's right by my house. And there are times that I have to go up and there is a six way stop so it, you're at this traffic light a while, and I will go up the hill and turn right into Target, and I will sit there at that light for three or four minutes. It takes about seven minutes to get to Target, and I will go there and never hear a song. It just, because I'll go to one channel and one channel. I can't wait to open this up. I don't know if you can see who that's from. Oh, Nielsen. Nielsen. Nice. So I'm like, I hope this is me. We're Well, here, let's just, why? why? Let's just do this now on the air. A little unboxing. Yep. Yeah, Daniel has pointed this out. I don't know why, but StreamYard today is very much one person talk at a time. I keep talking over you by accident, and it just comes no, up.
1: Out- I, I think we're just doing that because we're excited about what we're talking about. <laughs> Let's see. what I the, think we're just uh, the fortunate thing is you don't get mad at me when I do that to you. So thanks for because I've definitely talked over you more than you've talked over me.
0: Yeah, this is actually a survey. On what am I watching? Your answers and opinions are important to us. Please complete and return the survey before October 29th. And we'll send you $5 in cash. Wow. wow. What type of TV shows do you watch regularly? Comedy, drama, news, sports, or other? I would put none. <laughs> I don't watch TV. But if I do, it's usually comedy comedy or drama. Now are sports because the Browns actually know how to play football this year. It's, it's, uh, it's so unheard of. On a typical day, how many hours of TV do you watch? See, this is weird because TV... Almost zero. Netflix and Amazon and Apple TV, tons. What's your favorite TV show or channel? Right now, Ted Lasso on Apple+. Plus. If you have Apple+, Plus, that is a really good show that's kind of what you call it, family-friendly and pretty cool. In a typical day, about how many hours of radio do you listen to? That would be zero. What type of radio programming do you listen to most often? News, talk, music, sports, or other? What's your favorite radio station? How many other questions? We're not going to go through it. So I have 20 questions and I make five bucks. So yes, I will. That's the question is, is the 10 minutes it takes. Do I, do I have a return envelope? I do. Well, I'm going to make five bucks. There you go. That's how you make money with podcasting. You, you, I don't know how I got a Nielsen thing, but.
1: send it Back to him and tell me you want 10.
0: That's it. That's it. Look, I see there's 20 questions. I want 50 cents a question.
1: Um, <laughs> nope. not going to do it. Not going to do it for any less than 10. I'm in fact, I'm holding it hostage. Tell them it's complete. Like, okay. I feel cause they, they die for complete surveys, right? They just, they, they need them. So send an note back. Hey, I completed it, but I'm not going to send it to you till you send me, until yeah. you send me 10.
0: <laughs> yeah. Wait, I hit the wrong thing. Illiquity says, isn't there a new podcast player out there? Wait, if we wait, Yep. Now there is, I mean, if you wait long enough, there's by player, do you mean like actual player or like another media host? Or I know I need to talk to my buddy. Ravi has a new thing. That's like a Streamyard competitor that he's putting out there, but I love this question. What, what is radio again?
1: Yeah, exactly. Um, if you have a little car, it's that thing that you, that it's still, that still works when you turn the car on, like, and it, it's pretty easy to use actually.
0: Um, did anyone see the article in fast company about Spotify putting pressure on their influencers to rein in the podcast wars? I saw them the, the, oh, I don't have it anymore. I had a great link to basically Spotify employees were like, Hey, if you don't put the kibosh on that Joe Rogan guy, we're going to quit to which I would say, and there's the door. I did see that, but I didn't see the thing. Did anyone see it? Spotify putting pressure on their influencers to reign in their podcast wars. I'm not sure what podcast wars, but if they want them to be more, I don't know, everyone friendly, we'll see. I know I, I oh, how did I get on Alex Jones? Somehow I found Alex Jones on YouTube and he was talking about Joe Rogan. And, you know, those guys are going to do this and that. And this. All right. Everybody buy my supplements and etc. You know, infowars.com it's like wow that guy sounds just like and he's just as crazy as always
1: um, and, um a youtuber that i watched this week put out a video apologizing for all the for all the ad inserts for all the mentions like he so he he jumps in and says hey if you want to buy clothes from Ariat, you know, if you like these boots uh, you can buy from Ariat. if you like my sunglasses you can get them from pit viper if you like we have merch now like the first 10 minutes, no, that's not true. First three or four minutes of the video were him pimping his merch, you know, pimping that kind of stuff. And he, I guess, he must've gotten enough negative feedback that he was like, guys, I'm sorry. Like I didn't realize.
0: Wow. Who is this again?
1: War- Cold the corn star. It's one of the, oh. the guys I watch on YouTube. He's got 300,000 subscribers and, and is doing pretty well on YouTube. And in the beginning of his video, he goes, guys, I just realized I've been, I've been way, way too much advertising for you guys. And so I'm going to commit to just one, one thing, one CTA. He didn't say that, but one right. thing per show. And I thought, wow, he must've gotten some really, some really negative feedback and maybe lost some subscribers. I don't know, but you could hit, you could see, and I think this is a lesson for us. You could see this progression over the last couple months. Where it was getting, he was getting more. Everything was the subtle advertising in there. He he'd do three or four in a ten minute video, yeah. you know, and he was just always pimping stuff. So, I think there's, you know, when we listen to our audience, I think there's some things to, to gain from that too. Yeah, Joe, Joe, that guy,
0: you know, Daniel. Wow, my yeah. brain's mush. Uh, I know a podcast where the first ten minutes are nothing but ads. I used to, when I do listen to Joe Rogan, which I won't be able to in. A month. I forget when he goes exclusive to Spotify. I would, I would see it in my player on my phone and it'd be like, Oh, he interviewed so-and-so I'd like to hear, I'd go right to YouTube so I could skip the seven minutes of advertising that Joe does at the beginning. So I was like, no, no, thank you. Like that. But wow. The, the, we're all going to going down memory lane here today. I used to pay for computer shopper mag. I remember magazines in general.
1: I still, I got a Sweetwater magazine this week.
0: So did I. I was like, oh, it's like Christmas. Yeah. I was like,
1: I showed it to the kids. I'm like, look, kids, this is what used to happen. But apparently Sweetwater, they were like, do they make money off of that? And And I said, they would, you would think somebody in their marketing department has got some analytics. Like maybe the links inside the catalog are unique links or unique numbers so they can justify. That can't be cheap. Dave, no. that's a two hundred page yeah. catalog. It's a weapon. From <laughs> I mean, it's the old Sears catalog. Very I mean, much I'm, so. I took
0: that to the outhouse. So. <laughs> nice. Um, here's a great one. Why not put all of ad stuff on one page and pimp that page? My friend Dave, you know who does this really well? Is Jordan Harbinger jordanharbinger.com slash deals is where he puts all. And here's the thing. Not only are the ads there, the ones that don't work anymore. Like if it's a promo code, because what that shows is this sponsors like, Hey, like we could get more ads. We could get more sales if we re upped again. Cause I was like, well, why wouldn't you take those off? Because you're sending your audience to someplace and the promo code doesn't work. And I'm kind of torn on that. I was like, well, you know, if they can't really buy it. Maybe they're going to buy it anyway without the promo code. But he every every ad he has, it's like, just go to, you know, if, if you don't remember what I just said, jordanharbinger.com slash deals. And I was like, that's a pretty good idea. So, um, yeah, well, here's a great one. Sleep With Me does several minutes of ads at the front. Well, they have to do theirs at the front because if the show is successful, the mid roll is not going to get anybody listening to it
1: because, well. They're asleep. So seeing the subliminal part of it though. Couldn't they be sneaking in ads yeah. like while you're <laughs> asleep? All of a sudden you wake up in the morning and you're like, Man, why do I feel like buying, you know, a, a mattress? <laughs> like, oh, I need a better <laughs> mat- I need a better mattress, you know. So that that wouldn't that be wouldn't that be a Yeah. I wouldn't a do great that. way of, you know, get throwing some really calm you know, really calm ads that wouldn't wake you up. I had a, I had. A, I tell you what. I had a nightmare last night that Ooh. you know. You, once in a while, you have these where, and it just jars you in the middle of the night. And uh, and I woke up and I wasn't sure if I was going to get back to sleep. That's one of those Ooh. kind of things when you're old like us and yeah. you wake up. You're like, I'm up. <laughs> Might as well go to Denny's for breakfast. <laughs> and uh, you know, you you <laughs> it, it, it was when it, so I I got Alexa playing some marine noises. Mm the word That's i got right. the alien i got uh playing some rain rain sounds and uh, sorry everybody i just right. now you have rain playing on your it was, it was kind of nice uh, but who knows what kind of subliminal messages are are laced inside by amazon we <laughs> <laughs> do want that service hey, pay more prime
0: speaking of that three days three days till yeah. amazon prime day and they're amazon already and- They're already cutting stuff. I looked at this stuff for the smart home stuff, and they're like electrical plugs, which there's nothing cooler when you can say, hey, lady A, turn on the tree in a couple months, and your Christmas tree turns on. There's all sorts – and everything's like – we're talking some pretty decent deals, like 40% off and stuff like that. I was like, oh, and it's not even
1: the day yet, so – um, yeah, my, my studio lights are on that kind of plug. So I can just tell her, hey, turn on, turn on the studio lights and boom, they pop on. Otherwise, the switch is up and back and, you know, I, I got to get up. Why do you want to get You don't have to get up anymore. You can just no. talk to the assistant, turn stuff on. You think about it, when we were growing
0: up, we were the Alexa. I remember like you'd be watching TV and you would get up and everyone, hey, can you get me an RC while you're up and change the channel and this and this? like so. My
1: I just, dad also a pipe in the house so like <laughs> it was a different day dave it was a different day oh uh, well jim what is coming up on the average guy.tv yeah so we're kind of coming back around and talking about you know kind of the, the tech effect on what's going on in public schools with covid and, and the pandemic so nathaniel lindley who had joined me back in the spring uh, came back he does kind of computer hardware for a big uh, or medium-sized school district and uh, so we spend a little time talking about that. At the end of the show, we talk about some inexpensive lighting, though, that you could use to help, you know, with these cameras. So even for podcasters, if your lighting's not great, towards the end of the show, you can look at the table of contents. Head out to theaverageguy.tv. It's posted right now. Four six three.
0: And on the school of podcasting, I'm going to be talking about technology that's been coming out for podcasters, but also the fact that. There are now more tools for podcasters like for a while, was just SpeakPipe. That was it. That was like that or podcastvoicemail.com, things like that. There are a lot of things coming out and there are a lot of things that have been updated for podcasters. So it's going to be kind of a geek out on technology as well as we might be talking about, in fact, I'm going to test drive this here in the post show. We might be talking about what's your, who do you think is creative in podcasting? Or what would you say is a creative podcast? Because we're going to talk about that here in the post show a little bit. But that's what's coming up. I also have an interview later on today. Oh, also, if you are speaking of post show and patrons today at one o'clock, we have a meet up. And if you want to do open Q&A and you have a question, but you're worried about coming on live, uh, if you're a patron, even for, you know, the lower levels. We have a, a meeting today at 1 o'clock, 1 to 2.30 open QA. And at 3, I have an interview with a guy who has a phenomenal because of my podcast story. So I'm going to be talking to him. So that might be coming out on Monday. It all depends on what's going to happen between now and then. But thanks to the chat room and thanks to everybody. Thanks to Jim. Thanks to podcastbranding.co. And uh, stick around for some post show.